G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today I want to talk about stress and in particular is stress killing your gains and is stress impacting your fat loss results and obviously stress can also impact your quality of life um, to a large degree. I think stress though is something that in the last few years has been talked about more and more in the fitness world, which is great, but it's also quite misunderstood. I see people thinking all stress is just terrible and that you have to avoid stress at all costs, but this is not quite true, which we'll also get into. But I'd also say that stress is something that is inevitable for most of us as we get older. I remember when I was really young as a kid, I used to not understand at all when my dad or my mom would get stressed with work or money growing up. And I couldn't understand. It's like, what's, what's there to be stressed about? You know, when I was being a kid and playing in the park and whatnot. And obviously as you age and you get the joys of life, which gives you some positives and some negatives at times. And with those negatives come a lot of stress and anxiety. So the name of the game is not to ever encounter stress because, you know, I always believe the more you're trying to do in life, inevitably you're going to encounter stressful, um, stressful situations and life is, is always going to throw things at you. So what we really want to do is work on our ability to handle stresses or when we are in a really stressed state, be able to quickly exit a stressed state and get out of that state. And I think that's the big name of the game is having the ability to experience stress, but then not live in that stress state. So today I want to just go over a few things with it. So firstly, some real, real basics with understanding our stress response or our response to basically life. And a lot of this stuff is something that's going to happen in a way where we're not you know, we're not trying to physically go, Hey, I want to be stressed. It just happens. So this happens through what we call our atomic nervous system. So the atomic nervous system is just a part of our body, which just runs and runs and runs. So it's, we, this is always on. And the simple way to kind of think about it is the atomic nervous system has two sides to it, technically three, but two sides for what we'll talk about today. So we have basically what we call kind of our, our stressed out state, which is going to be the sympathetic nervous system. So sympathetic nervous system is what we generally want to kind of think about as our fight or flight hormone. So the fight or flight hormone is that hormone that basically says I'm in a stressed state, either I'm going to run and attack and go head first. You know, if you get an argument on social media and you're like, fuck this and just write things and do it. You know, when your blood um, pressure goes up and you start to shake and you're angry, that's basically your sympathetic nervous system. You're going in fight or flight and there, you know, if you're in that, Hey, I'm going to say stuff and argue, or you're getting a yelling match with someone. That's obviously the fight aspect of your sympathetic nervous system. But then we also have the flight, which is where you're going, fuck this. I'm not going to fight. I'm going to run away. And live to fight another day. And so you try to escape that stress situation. And that might be, you know, now these days you go to bed and close the doors and close the blinds and lie in bed and hope, you know, 
the world disappears. So that's kind of your flight um, aspect of the sympathetic nervous system. So you can go into fight or you go into flight. Then what we have on the other side of our autonomic nervous system is the parasympathetic state. So this is what we, I think you like to kind of use the term of more calming. So the the term rest and digest is often used to talk about the parasympathetic nervous system. So here, this is where we're obviously not in a stressed out state. Our heart rate's not pumping. Um, we're not angry. We're just more relaxed. We're chilled, which is obviously quite a nice place to be. So when, when we're in a stress state, we go into that sympathetic nervous system. And what happens there is obviously our heart rate increases our our um when our heart rate increases obviously you know you can associate this to when you feel like you're getting in a position where you're going to get angry in a fight but also this happens when you're in a really stressed situation people don't quite realize is that you know a lot of people say i'm a stressed eater but real true stress is actually where in you're in a sympathetic state your stomach apps actually digestion is somewhat inhibited. So this is why often when you're actually in a really, really, really stressed out situation, you're not hungry. So things like digestion are impacted. So your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up, you get super, super angry and you're not hungry. Because again, in that sympathetic state, you're thinking more about survival. Am I going to fight or am I going to run away and live to fight another day? You know, the, I used to get taught the, you know, if a tiger jumps out at you, this is your sympathetic state. You're either going to have to fight the tiger away or run away. You know? This is obviously our body's way of reacting to a stress situation. And so obviously it can happen really quickly. So if a stressful state, you know, someone jumps out with a knife at you and tries to stab you, you're not slowly getting into this state. It's happening really, really quickly. So this is your sympathetic state. But then that parasympathetic state is where the exact opposite happens your heart rate's lowering your breathing's getting slower and deeper your digestion improves so this parasympathetic state obviously is a kind of a nice place to be I think when you see people meditating or lying by the pool they're relaxing so this is the other side of the autonomic nervous system the rest and digest side the parasympathetic state now does this mean then we want to avoid the sympathetic nervous system we of course this is the stressor do we want to avoid the sympathetic nervous system then because it sounds horrible right no the reason is is that when we train when we're resistance training when we're doing hard cardio this is actually a stressor on our body what's happening when we're training the heart rate's going up our breathing is getting shorter our digestion is um not in a place where we want to be obviously digesting a large meal we just had a couple of minutes before. So training is a stressor, but this is what's important to understand is that training is a positive stressor. And I see so many times people talk about, oh, you've got to avoid stress at all costs, but there's bad stressors, there's good stresses. So training is a positive stress on your body. Because what happens when we train, if we're not getting into that stress state, we're not creating a place in our body where we can create adaptations. The adaptations we get from training is what allows us to grow muscle, allows us to get fitter. If we're not pushing ourselves, we don't create adaptations. So training is where we allow adaptations. Oh, we, training is where we 
try to create those adaptations, but without working really, really hard and getting into a stress state, we won't do that. So training is actually going to put you in a sympathetic state. It's going to put you in that sympathetic nervous system state, your fight or flight. That's why, you know, when you're training, you often get really kind of in the zone when you're in a great session, you get more aggressive. You're like, I'm going to smash it. And you walk out, you know, feeling like a million dollars after a great session. You've just been in a stress state. You've fought against those weights. You've crushed it. Fantastic. Right. But here's the thing. Training is yes, a positive stressor. It creates adaptations and we want to enter into that sympathetic nervous system state. But what we also want to do is try to get out of that sympathetic nervous system state quickly. So yes, we want to go into a stress state at times, but the big thing is we don't want to actually live in that stressed out position. In a perfect world, you go into that sympathetic nervous system, that stressed fight or flight state, you do it for your session, and then you have the ability to quickly get out. And then what happens? You get out and then you allow your body to recover, rest, digest your nutrients that will come in after your session and relax, lower your heart rate, lower your breathing, all these good things, which actually is very, really positive for those adaptations. So you want to think of your training as basically the stimulus. And that's where you're going to be into that, in that sympathetic state, you go into that stress position within your gym session to try and create those adaptations, signal those adaptations, but then the actual growing that comes when you're outside the gym and ideally in a parasympathetic state, you're in your recovery position. So the issue is, is that where, and I know this first hand of my business stress and my life stress and all that stuff is when you're basically living in that stressed out state. And that's not what we want. So we want to enter in a, into the sympathetic um, nervous system side, and then we quickly want to get out of it. So ideally we spend majority of our time in a parasympathetic state, and then when we want to, ideally when we're in control most of the time, we go into a stress position for training. Now, the issue is what happens though, is when you spend majority of your days in a really stressed position, you wake up, you jump on your phone, you see something, a comment on social media. And as soon as you wake up, you see a, some, a negative and it hits you and you instantly feel stress. And then you sleep in a little bit too long. And then you realize that you're going to be late for work, another stressor. And then you make your breakfast and then you burn your toast, another stressor. And then you get in the car and drive to work and you're already late and then traffic's even worse than ever, another stressor. Then your boss is a dickhead at work, more stress, more stress, more stress. Here's the thing, right? We weren't really designed to just have constant stresses. Remember, our stress response is basically designed from 10,000 years ago where it's a tiger jumped down and tried to kill us would quickly enter into a stress state, fight it off or run away. And then cool. We're safe. We're out of a stress state, but with the kind of modern world, we're constantly getting stresses at us, thrown at us every which way. And that's why it gets really hard because stress is all around us. And, you know, as long as you have a phone, as long as you have social media, as long as you have, kids and money and all that stuff, you're always going to be experiencing stress. And this obviously impacts things like your training and your ability to get the results you want. So when you're in a really, really stressed state, this impacts things like your ability to build muscle. Because remember, when building muscle, we want to be in a um, rest and digest, which is going to be your parasympathetic state. 
So in order to really optimize the muscle building process, we want to get out of that stress state. Likewise, things like sleep are massively important for creating adaptations. Sleep is going to help with managing hunger um, hormones. Sleep is going to help manage satiety hormones. But guess what happens? We're in a stressed state. What does it do? Obviously, it's impacting your parasympathetic state. So therefore, stressed, being constantly stressed is going to impact your quality of sleep. Therefore, impacts your ability to build muscle, in, impacts your ability to um, feel as full and satiated from your meals. What does that then do? Obviously, there's a trickle-down effect to making adherence to, say, a fat loss phase through a calorie deficit harder because you're hungrier and hungrier. Poor sleep, poor mood. Obviously, anyone who knows when you're in a bad mood, it's really hard to, at times, stick to training. It's really hard to stick to low calories when you're not feeling great. So it's just this constant kind of trickle-down effect of these negatives. And this is why it's just important to try and go, all right, I get it. Stress, stress matters, right? But I also know that hey, I live in a world where I work, I have bills to pay, I have mortgages or rent to pay, I have kids, and I have a million things. I have social media. It's fucking hard. Trust me. I get it. And I don't have kids yet, which is I've got one on the way. So it's probably only going to get worse, right? But what we want to look at is how we can then manage that stress to some degree to allow us to ideally not live in that stressed out sympathetic state, spend more time in a parasympathetic state, which then will also allow us to actually perform better in the gym. So we perform well because we're not living in that sympathetic state. We can perform well in the gym and then have that ability to lower that stress response after we're done. So a few things we can do to help with managing our stress. And again, this is everyone's different. Everyone's, I think, biologically made to feel differently to different situations. Some people are going to be more stressed out. Some people, you know, two people will encounter the exact same situation. One, you know, person will act like nothing's happened. The other person, it feels like their life's over. I'm normally that person who feels like their life's over. Fun times. But there's kind of two things you want to look at when you're really stressed. So firstly, when you're in that kind of acute stage of stress where it's actually painful, you're so stressed, it hurts. You can't focus. You just feel so terrible your anxieties through the roof. And, you know, this is often a place I've been at times where everything is just, you're so on edge, you're so angry, so unmotivated. It's a terrible place to be. So this is where your stress is super, super acute. Now, not everyone's going to get like this, but some people will. And so when you're in a, an acute stress state, what you want to do is really just try to work on things like your breathing. Okay. Trying to slow down your breathing, bigger, deep breaths, and what this is going to do is it's going to help lower your heart rate. Now, a good way to think about your breathing and your heart rate is with your atomic nervous system. Remember, we've got that the stress state, the sympathetic, where your heart rate increases. To try and get out of that stress state, to get out of that sympathetic state into the rest, the calm arm, the parasympathetic state. The best way to do this is try and lower your breathing. Because just think, if a tiger jumped out at you and tried to kill you, your heart rate's pumping, right? Your body knows that you need blood flow to go to your limbs to help you either run away or fight. We want to tell the body that we're not in danger. Okay, so our body naturally thinks we're in danger when we're stressed. So ideally, we want our body to relax and say, hey, you know what? You're okay. You're safe. 
because when when you feel safe when you feel more comfortable that's going to allow your heart rate to lower those stress hormones to lower so a big thing is there is just things like breathing techniques there's many many ways to do it things like just taking say a, a big breath in a slow deep breath for four seconds and then holding that breath for four seconds and then breathing out slowly for four seconds so again breathe in for four seconds slowly a big deep breath hold that breath for four seconds and then four seconds to slowly exhale out something as simple as that do it you know doing that for 60 seconds say can actually just tell your body you know what i'm safe i'm not in danger it's not going to be easy at the start because you're stressed and your hormones are in a state of anger or trying to run away but here you just by slowing your breathing down you're basically saying to your body you know what it's okay i'm safe i'm not in danger and all of a sudden those stress hormones start to lower and your heart rate starts to lower and things start to feel a little bit less acute a little bit less painful okay and that's important because when you're in that super 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 horrible stressed out state your job right there is not to go oh i'm just going to get a session done and do whatever and it's your job is to really just get out of pain and that super deep anxiety and just that's your first presser so when i'm in that situation i'm not even probably going to the gym i'm just trying to get out of this terrible place and that's important that's the first thing is we just want to promote that calm side of that parasympathetic state and that often just starts with slowing down your breathing to slow your heart rate and say you know what you're not in danger anymore you're safe okay now then when you're not in say an acute stage but more so traditional stresses you know we're, we're just constantly getting lots of triggers throughout the day there's many aspects obviously to what triggers people we all have our own triggers what one might trigger you will be different to me and and whatnot right but what we see is just some of the real basics can really help manage your stress over time so number one quality diet diet good nutrients good quality foods is going to be positive on your stress pretty simple right not shocking but it's true then again you add in not just the, the breathing techniques or things like meditation say for example not just doing those when you're in a really acute stressed out state short term but trying to make it a part of your day so a lot of people like to wake up in the morning and start their day with some breathing techniques just for 60 90 seconds to promote a, um, a bit more relaxed um a relaxed feeling when they get out of bed and then they might do it throughout the day or some people like to do it at night i think at night can be a great time because at night obviously you're trying to lower your stress response to promote a better sleep so we want to feel um in definitely in that parasympathetic state at night because that's going to allow you better ability to sleep well so doing things like breathing techniques um at night can be fantastic before you go to bed and doing it regularly so regularly trying to slow your heart rate slow your breathing can be a positive obviously if you're doing it regularly it's going to have then carryover effects and you're going to get actually better at it and it's going to feel more natural so when you do it you get you find it a bit more easy then obviously exercise so exercise has been a big one um i just saw a study the other day that showed that resistance training um, has been shown recently to lower things like depression dramatically in a lot of people i wish i could say that was a bit more effective for me but hey i'm a special case but exercise regular exercise i think there though is also following a plan so for me 
you know, when you're not in the zone of your training and you're going and you feel like you're not following anything, you're just going to the gym, but there's no real purpose. That's where I also feel stressed because then I feel like, well, what am I doing? I could be doing more. I'm kind of training aimlessly. We don't want that state either. So regular exercise, but following a plan, following a structure can also take some stress away. You know, if you're stressed out and you go in the gym and it's packed and you don't know what you're doing, you just, you feel even more stressed there because you're like, oh shit, it's packed. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I here? We also don't want that. Whereas following a plan can then lead you to actually walking in, having a purpose, not having to think and just following a plan. Hence Coach Mark Howell programs, right? Um, and then two more things is just, again, getting outside in the sun, obviously depends where you live, but, you know, getting outside in nature has been shown to be calming. I think the color green being in like forests and stuff like that has been shown to be really calming on your, um, and helps promote a parasympathetic state, getting vitamin D, getting out in the sun, just going on a walk can be really good on helping you promote more of a parasympathetic state. And the last one as well, I find is also trying and be observant of finding what triggers you. So we all have little triggers and often, you know, it's a bit deeper than we think. And I'm not trying to solve people's problems, mental health problems, but often it's little triggers that then lead to like a cascading effect. And so try to look and see what's often triggered you in the past and where you can make changes or avoid those changes. And I've often used that say, for example, you're training in the afternoon after work a lot of the times, but you have a boss and you have a meeting with them in the afternoon each day and often they're a dickhead to you. So it really triggers you to then feeling shit and you don't want to go to the gym. So unfortunately, unless you get a different job or a different boss, it can be hard, but maybe you can't avoid the boss right now, but maybe if you trained earlier in the day, in the morning before work, you can get your session in and trying to then not let that trigger that is inevitable in the afternoon get in the way of making you feel shit to then not go to the gym. Um, and then actually the last one I'll also add is just trying to have, again, a bedtime routine, having structure to your day. Again, structure has been shown to help a lot. Bedtime routine has been shown to obviously help um, create a better sleep environment. So again, good sleep has carryover again to helping you promote that um, more parasympathetic state. So, Quite a lot of things here covered, but I, I think my key take-home points I, I hope you guys take take home is that stress can be both good and bad. At stress, a stress helps lead to adaptations. Without stress, we're not gonna get bigger and stronger or build more muscle in glutes or and whatnot. Stress helps lead to adaptations. We want a stress state at times. Training is a stressor. But we also don't want to live in a stress state. So it's important that we try to work hard on training hard. But we also want to work hard on our ability to get out of that stress state. We want to work hard on our ability to promote that parasympathetic state. And that parasympathetic state, that calming side of the atomic nervous system, that can be really promoted by just doing things like slow breathing, deep breathing, um, mindfulness, getting outside, obviously eating well. Um, and regular exercise, which sounds simple, right? Because I know a lot of you will be doing exercise. But things like, are you promoting doing more things like breathing techniques? Are you doing these things regularly throughout the day? And as I said, when you get into that really stressed out position where you're just really, really, really feeling in that painful, acute state, slow things down. Take time to really work on some time doing breathing techniques, meditation, Something like going and getting a massage where you can lie there, 
get um, a massage done where again, it's going to slow your breathing, ideally where it's not an agonizing massage where they're just destroying you, but a massage where again, allowing you to relax, just switch off. This can be really positive for helping promote balance to your terminal nervous system. So in summary, stress can be a great thing, but we don't want to live in a stress state. We want to promote that parasympathetic state. So doing more things which are calming, regularly in your day and actually scheduling them in. So obviously you schedule your training in, but can you schedule a massage in once a week? Can you get a routine where each night before bed, half an hour before your bed, you do your breathing techniques. When you wake up, you do that. There's many things to do, but try to work hard, not just in your gym, on your training, but try to work hard as well on trying to promote that or um, parasympathetic state to allow more calm to your life to give you a bit more balance. All right, guys, I hope that helped um, to some degree. If you enjoyed it, please, if you haven't, like the podcast, share it to your friends, family, and social medias. And yeah, thanks, guys.